Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Harmony. And we are Lymphatic Care. The Naked Truth. We are going to dive into the lymphatic system, discuss how the system has let clients down due to lack of resources, education and knowledge on the challenges that affect the lymphatic system. We are looking forward to sharing our stories and our experiences. Hey, Harms. Hey, Shell. How are you? I'm good. It's been a hot minute since we've been here doing this, but no, it's been really good. Just busy. I think we've had, oh God, at least a handful of new admissions and and we've had some return clients too, which is really exciting seeing faces. Yeah, sad but good. Yeah. Sad that they need to come back to us, but it's good to see old faces, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's get into pain because we haven't really touched a lot of pain with um, lymphedema, lipedema. We, we talked about it briefly, but not in great depth. So I thought maybe we can have a chat about that for today. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. We know lymphedema, lipedema have a lot of pain. There's the nerve endings that um, are totally swamped and they are their legs or their arms are super sensitive that even a feather couldn't go over the, um, the skin without causing pain. And I thought we could just chat a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to start? You run with it. Well, I suppose um, it's one of the most common complaints about uh, lymphedema, lipedema, and from our clients. So I think, if anything, the heaviness and the pain are the two things that I hear the most. Um, and that's one of the one, like the, the most important thing that they're focused on is like, can you fix my pain? Can you take it yeah. away? Yeah. And I think part of that comes from the fact that it affects it's it's not just the fact that of the heaviness that causes the pain it's it's the nerve endings and it's the the muscle and the tissue that's all being super expanded and swollen because of the fluid um and obviously the disease fat if it's lipedema as well um and being able to reduce that pain from what i've seen is a little bit tricky um in our clients i know that like directly after they've had their therapy, their pain will drop. Yeah. But it might only be for 24, 48 hours. Um, Another thing that I do know that has helped our clients, especially for night pain, night pain is one of those things that um, a lot of the clients talk about and it's wearing the nighttime garments, which we've talked about in one of our other podcasts before. I suppose one of the important things to, to really pay attention to is that when you're in an increased pain state, that also then alters and affects your mental health and your quality of life. Yeah. And so that's one of the important things that I like to focus on with our clients is, you know, how are you feeling? Because being in a state of chronic pain becomes your main focus. Yeah. It's really, really difficult to actually think about or perceive life in a, you know, high vibrational state when all you can think about is the pain, especially if it's in your legs. Yeah. You become restless. You can't, you can't get away from it. Yeah. Um, and obviously you can't just sit around and do nothing to rest your legs all day. You've got to use them to be able to get up and move around. Yeah. And lies and um, It's a catch 22, isn't it? So you, you've been, you've been told that you have to exercise and keep moving for the lymphatic system, but on the same token, you, you can't move because the pain is so bad. Yeah. They find it difficult to move, to do the exercise, and then 
and like our lady that I just um, had the podcast with in the US, she said, and it's not just so much the pain, it's the fatigue as well that follows it. Your, your body's so fatigued from the pain. And she, she was quite an active lady prior, but her legs got so heavy and the pain was so bad that she was exhausted just going through the motions of pain. So it does affect you in a big way to the point that you affect your social side as well, plus mental health. Yeah, absolutely. And they reckon about 70% of people uh, with lipedema, lymphedema are affected by pain. Um, and obviously that can range from extreme intense pain to just like a heavy, dull ache in the legs. Um, I know that a lot of our clients, they suffer from bruising and yeah. Um, you know, the slightest bump to their leg will feel like someone's kicked them with or hit them with yeah, a hammer. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that, you know, makes me feel really intensely for them is your spatial awareness when you have lymphedema is already sort of on the edge because yeah. your mobility is out, your um, balance is out as well. Yeah. And the amount of clients that I've seen, you know, that just knock themselves when they're sitting in their chairs and then the next visit they've got these massive bruises and, you know, um, and they're painful bruises. Yeah. So some of the pain that can be um, felt from our clients is you know, either you might have a heavy achy feeling in your legs and it could be continuous or it could come and go. Um, pain in the calves, especially when you're standing too long, um, you might get a mild sensation uh, similar to an overworked muscle. Mm that you might feel, especially when you're sitting down, standing up. You might get some tingling or restlessness in your legs. Um, that's definitely one that our clients feel through the night as well. Some of them yeah. talk about feeling like there's little gremlins scratching at their skin. Um, the discomfort from on the fat pads of the knees, Yeah, that can be really painful for them. So a lot of them don't like to get down and kneel on their knees or you know put any weight on their knees because of it and then obviously the pain in the hips and the knee joints as well because the the change in the gait to accommodate the either the weight or the fluid and sometimes both um that can really um put a damper on things and make things really difficult just to be able to walk properly i know yeah some of our clients who are you know stage three stage four of lipedema they've literally they walk like penguins because yeah. they can't actually move their knees and their joints so they've got to walk very stiffly which yeah. then obviously then can cause issues in your back as well yeah oh yes it's with that excess fluid it certainly um puts the weight and um on the joints and we've seen that a lot haven't we that yeah people are struggling with pain in their hips or knees but they have referring pain too remember that chap we i think we interviewed um jp a little while ago i don't know if his has dropped yet but um he talks about his journey thinking he had knee pain but it was officially his hip yeah. pain yeah. so it was his pain that um a hip injury but the pain was referred to the knee. So, you know, it's pain is a pain in the butt, as simple as that. And it's really hard to live the best life when you're in pain. Yeah, absolutely. I know for like myself, mine obviously isn't lipedema, lymphedema related, but my chronic pain, you kind of get to that point where you think, oh, I'll just wait for it to leave and then I'll get 
more organized. I'll just wait until it heals and then I'll feel better and then I'll start doing the things that I know yeah. I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and I know like when we've gone and done admissions, a lot of the time I'll say to the clients, you know, why have you left it so long to contact someone to get help? And they're like, I just thought it would go away. I yeah. thought the pain would go away or I thought it would, you know, I was managing it and now I realise actually it stopped me from doing everything. Yeah, yeah. And that's the hardest thing because you you just don't go anywhere. And like JP said, he literally stayed at home. Yeah. And that's that was, I mean, he's only a young chicken. And to be forced to stay home because you are in so much pain is just no quality of life whatsoever. So we're looking at um looking at help for pain. There's a lot of pain relief out there to help with pain. But it really depends what type of pain that you have. I mean, you can have normal achy pain, as you said, that maybe the good old Panadol will help. Not many people like Panadol, do they? No, well, I'm definitely not one that uses it too much. (laughs) I'll tend to always try and use heat packs and stuff. Obviously, the lymphedema side of things makes it a bit difficult because it's contraindicative of do we use heat or do we use, you know, cold therapy? Yeah. Yeah, always trying to find that fine balance of what works versus what's going to make things worse in the long run. Yeah. Um, But some of the ways that we can recommend and obviously decrease the pain is to use compressive therapy. Yeah. Um, That obviously by removing the fluid, you're removing the heaviness, which will then put less less strain on the joints and the muscles as a whole. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you can take prescribed medications from your doctor. However... I also want to make sure that people are aware, you know, you need to make uh, be aware of the uh, side effects of different medications. Sometimes they can include further swelling. Um, and if doctors aren't aware of lymphedema, uh, sorry, lymphedema, lipedema, and what it entails as a whole, um, they'll just go to their, you know, their best source medication, the thing mm. that they know that works for pain, not realising that it may actually uh, increase or exacerbate the symptoms. Um, another thing is obviously to reduce the stress on your joints by wearing proper shoes and correcting your gait. So seeing a physiotherapist um, is always beneficial. Yeah. And hopefully they're aware of lymphedema and they might even have some additional tips and tricks that you can use. Um, explore like utilizing your options of having lymphatic drainage, whether that be through the IPC therapy or whether it be through manual drainage. And what else is there? Getting advice as well. Sometimes I think that just having other people to speak to who have been through the same thing as you is uh, it, it creates a placebo effect. Yeah. So it's not actually doing anything. Just being able to complain to someone that has been through the same thing as you makes things feel a lot better than what they are. That's why the communities on Facebook is a great tool um, to help those people who are suffering and especially suffering with pain. So we go into um, nerve pain because we have a lot of clients that have neuropathy, don't we? We do. And they are, they suffer, that they suffer badly. And with that, poor circulation to go with that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. uh, neuropathy that's um, obviously a nerve pain so your good old Panadol is not going to help with nerve pain and obviously you really need to see your doctor regarding any nerve pain and if you're not sure if it's nerve pain speak to your doctor anyway have that conversation because nerve pain is um, sharp 
and it feels like you're walking on sheets of glass. You literally cannot touch your feet or your legs because they're so super sensitive. You know, that's something you need to speak to your doctor for getting the right pain relief for that particular pain. We we do have a lot of clients. Remember our lovely staff member going back and she had neuropathy and she said the same thing that she felt like she was walking on glass and then she had a pump treatment and got rid of that excess flu and she could able to feel the carpet underneath and the coolness of the tiles yeah. after having a treatment. Yeah. So it settles the nerves. It, it's like sent, uh, it's, um desensitizes the area. So the, the treatment literally it's touch. Touch is the key and it doesn't stop neuropathy. I'm not saying that is the case at all. I, I just know once you touch, it's easier. Um, but this can only last a couple of minutes, but it's it's something that you really need to speak to your doctor about when it comes to nerve pain. Can neuropathy is a nerve damage, uh, as we said, and it, it causes weaknesses and obviously tingling in your body. It is a, it's a result of damaging of the nerves out, located outside of the brain and the spinal cords. Um, it also often causes weakness and numbness with the pain. Usually in the hands and feet, people, every client that we have, have some sort of tingling in their feet and definitely in their fingertips. It does affect other body parts and organs of your body as well. So something that, you know, talking to your doctor about would be a great idea, especially if you are getting those tingly feelings in your feet and your fingers, because people can't pick things up when they're in pain with nerve pain, can they? It's yeah, their dexterity goes and they're just, um, I suppose it's that not hand-eye coordination, but it's the hand contact connection yes. to the brain that says, oh, yes, I have that. Or um, even, I mean, the amount of clients that we've uh, seen over the time who are unaware that they have a wound. Yeah. They just can't feel it. And then yeah. it's not until they've had a couple of treatments that they go, oh, there's actually a lot of pain down there. No, no, no. That's a good thing. It means that we're actually, you know, pushing the fluid along and the nerves are able to settle now and actually yeah. start sending the receptions of what they're supposed to be doing to the brain. Yeah. So yeah. It's interesting how it works. It's very interesting. Yeah, especially we've got one chap that has really swollen feet and he's, he's has that he's been known to have pressure areas on his feet from his wheelchair and if that feeling isn't there he doesn't know there's wound there until we happen to find it. It could lead into something dangerous because not seeing and not feeling it could lead into a stage 4 wound which is not ideal at all. And I guess understanding your body and understanding your pain tolerance and if you're not feeling something that you should be feeling you really need to seek help yeah absolutely i think that's um probably one of the most important things is just understanding what's normal for you isn't necessarily normal for other people but what's normal for you and then anything that, that variates outside of that to pay attention to it yeah yeah and you know listen to your body as we said and also, you know, you can always ask ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking this question and nothing's a, a silly question. No, um, absolutely. Nothing's silly by asking a question if you don't know. I, I think if you would like us to talk more about nerve pain and things like that, it, 
by all means, ask us the question and we'll be able to do that for you or ask your community or ask your doctor about more about it because the more you know, the more you can help yourself get better. Um, not saying neuropathy is a type of disease that's going to get better, but you will be able to somehow live your life with having neuropathy and and knowing how to do it and how to make things better, easy for you to live is the best option. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that without help by the outsiders, as you said, Harms. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, I think we've covered a lot with pain. Um, let's quickly go through some other pain. We've got pain can happen through ulcers as well um, of wound care. That's something that we've noticed as well. A lot of the time, the ulcers are probably the most painful thing for our clients. That's one of the um, worst case scenarios. They're the things you don't want because that means that the fluid is so extreme that it's now uh, causing the body to break down. Yeah. And yeah, the pain from the ulcers, I mean, all of our clients that have had ulcers in the past have complained that it's, you know, it's like a fire burning on their leg. Yeah. It radiates all the way up. Especially when we finish doing Coban, those people who have ulcers, as you said, they've got a lot of fluid. So we use tend to use Coban bandaging and they some of them feel still feel the sensation after it's been bandaged for up to 24 hours. So they can feel hot and they can feel tingly and it, it they say it's quite painful for a little while. But as we go ahead each day that we put a new layer of bandaging on their legs, it gets better and not as painful because we're actually a moving the fluid and we're promoting um, healing for the wounds so not all wounds happen and heal quite quickly though which is disappointing but it depends on the body and how you you heal yeah well I think also too once we get rid of that fluid I mean we've had a couple of clients who have had quite intense wounds and the moment we come in I mean we've recently just had a gentleman He's only been on the books for about two months and we've managed, you know, his wounds were there for six months. Yeah, yeah. And we've come in, removed the fluid, and then the wounds don't take long to heal at all. Yeah, once you get rid of the fluid, it's um, amazing. So with um, lymphedema, dermatitis, people always seem to ask about too. Sometimes that's quite painful. And obviously cellulitis. Cellulitis is a whole new kettle of fish with pain hot, uncomfortable, red, and you can become really, really sick, um, plus painful. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that go with lymphedema, lipedema that comes with pain. I think pain is connected, is a big part of that journey and that diagnosis. And some clients don't realise that they've got lymphedema, lipedema until they ask their doctor or someone until they've got actually pain and, and they've got a symptom and they can actually ask them, about why am I getting pain in my legs when they're not used to it and why are my legs bigger? Is it the pain in my legs causing my legs to get bigger? So it's something, it's certainly a question that people can ask their medical um, practitioner or a GP for more information. So hopefully they will no doubt do their best to find a um, medication that will suit your pain, whether it's nerve pain or whatever pain, if it's throbbing or muscular or something that they'll find the right pain relief for you. Um, but as you said, Harmi, heat, the heat pack and cold pack, you know, you tend to use that as your first port of call because, you know, if it's muscle 
um, pain you with a heat and cold pack one constricts and one loosens and and having that type of um, therapy can actually help pain a lot so probably something that we would probably do before we go into the pain relief but I love my Panadol um, I live for Panadol I have it often but a lot of people don't like Panadol at all. They just think it's just a white tablet that doesn't do anything and it doesn't do anything, doesn't take the edge off it. And it wouldn't It wouldn't if you got neuropathy though. Neuropathy is a different kettle of fish. It's quite painful. Yeah. All right, I think that will f- finish us for today, Harms, but um, we look forward to more podcasts and we're going to cover some topics of supplements and that next time um, we really want to talk about what people like to use to help them with their lymphedema, lipedema, but that's some research that we need to do some more before we we talk about it because we're not experienced in this field. And same as pain, we can only refer to you the stories that we see and our clients tell us. So we're not experienced in pain management at all. Um, we just like telling stories so people can learn from them. Okay, so I think that's it for today. Thanks, Harms. Have a great okay. day. You too. Bye. Gotta go. Hay, we have a website, info.lymphaticare.org, if you want to go and check us out. We also have Facebook and Instagram. There's lots to learn there. If you want to reach out via email, info.lymphaticare at gmail.com. All those who live in the Brisbane area, give us a call 0410 032 335. Gotta go.